the same day I saw that man leave like a 20 foot trail of like bubbling steaming poop because he pooped his pants was also the same day was also the same day I saw the fattest, juiciest ass I've ever seen in my life. Like so, a good one or like no? a good one. Oh, wow. So, like, I, it really got me thinking about, like, the paradoxes of life, you know? It's like an ass can be something you, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, like, speaking of speaking which, of which. <laughs> welcome to today's podcast. <laughs> I've had a lot of ice cream. I'm Skylar. I've had and a lot of I'm, kombucha. I'm Sammy, and I am hopped up on the sugar. Mm-hmm. Hopped up on the sugar. I just, I'm not, I'm not really a sugar person. Never, I love, I like ice cream. Don't go, go crazy, that people. That makes you a sugar person no, if no, you I, like ice cream. No, but the thing is, it's like, I've never been one that's like, oh my God, like I need it. But like. It was literally you yesterday. No, well, I know, I'm explaining it. I've become that person now because I've found the only ice cream I ever want to eat for the rest of my life. And it's PB and Cookies, Ben and Jerry, non-dairy ice cream. Mm. And it is so good. It's Fire. got pieces of Oreo in there. It's got Ugh. peanut butter in there. My Sorry. mother told you not to burp anymore. <laughs> Oh, anyways, it's part of my I, charm. I, I can't stop eating it and it's so good and I'm still eating uh, the amount that I eat is still like fractions of what you or George would eat in a sitting, but yeah, I, right. I know it's a lot of sugar for me. <laughs> so when I'm done, it's just, oh, it's so good. I love it. It feels good. So good. So, <clears throat> So, like, a lot happened to me this week, right? Yeah. There was the person... Uh, oh, my God. Sorry, Rocky. Skyler! There was the guy that, like, I cannot... I haven't stopped thinking about the man that pooped his pants at work. Yeah. Just because there's still a little bit of it stuck in the concrete. Okay. I don't think that you've told that story. You told the story about somebody leaving their poopy pants in the bathroom. Yes, something about I, I was telling you, something about walking into hardware stores makes grown men shit their pants. Okay, that's me for Michaels or that, Target. No, it's you at Target yeah, or Michaels. Something, it's like I'm triggered. It's like they're blowing some sort of sense in the air to make you want to buy stuff, but for me, it like makes me want to shit. <laughs> or I think it's either that it's or that I get with your genetics. so excited to be there because I love those stores. I love Target mm-hmm. and I I love Michaels. That when I step in, I physically get so excited yes. that I just need to need to go. Yes, that is grown men walking into the hardware store. Yeah, I would store. think. Okay, they that definitely makes start sense. shitting their pants. They just get so excited, or for they tools. get excited. Yeah, I think it's yeah. Or like, okay, so guys, I guess like, I don't know. Should I tell the juicy ass story first? I'm no, I'm kind of bored with that. <laughs> Okay, oh yeah, God. tell that one first because... So this man came in wearing a hard hat and like a reflective orange vest and like dad jeans, but he was filling them out, right? Uh-huh. I followed him around for an aisle. You're so disgustingly <laughs> I weird. I know. It was just the best ass I've ever seen. And then an hour later, uh-huh. maybe this is like karma. Was he a part of like the... I don't know. Somebody like pooped their pants in... <laughs> left a trail of it <laughs> through the store and like i was walking past it right and yeah. it was bubbling like a soda ew no you don't need to do that you don't need to it go was there bubbling you, like don't a soda. Need to, you don't well need to i do had that. to experience it why is i'm an essential worker <laughs> you're 
And everyone so that's important. listening, you're essential too. So essentially, we all needed to hear this story. Okay. Also, I finished that whole book, Drawing Down the Moon by Margot Adler. Nice. Uh, which is like a, th- a tomb, right? Like a thick book, right? And I mm-hmm. listened to the whole thing. And my whole perspective of everything has changed. I love that. I put it in my wish list. I'm definitely going to read that next. Mm-hmm. But I've already committed to Mist of Avalon, and I'm on like the second <laughs> book, and I've started to like speed up the like the audio. Yeah, but just because I can listen to it and still feel like the meaning of it, and I still like the way it's narrated and stuff. It's just it's a it's like a fifty hour and fifty minute mm-hmm. collection of reading, and that's a big investment. So. You know, I just I yeah. sped it up because I really am enjoying it and I want to I want to read it and I like it. But I'm also like, OK, I have so many other things I could read, too. So I'm just getting impatient. And mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to read next is that book for sure. What was like your favorite thing that you got out of it? I got no out spoilers. Of, no, I'm just I joking. Mean, uh, how can you spoil a I'm religion? Just, I'm just well, joking. <laughs> it's like don't spoil the Bible. Right? <laughs> like, oh my god, no Wait, spoilers. Don't tell me what happens. I haven't finished yet. <laughs> you know. I mean, I wasn't planning on it. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> my takeaway was paganism. Is, it was like um, I don't remember anything. <laughs> I, you know, like oh my god, suddenly it escapes me. <laughs> So, like, my favorite part of the format, right, was that she had these really big questions. Like, what is paganism to you? Mm -hmm. And she would send these out or hand them out at festivals, right? And people would submit answers to her. And a big portion of the book was people talking about what it was to them. Uh Uh-huh. I love that. And it was just really eye-opening to see the way... Because she also kind of tracks the way that it changes, the responses in the 70s were not the same as the responses in the 90s and the early 2000s. I would assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, like, that's not necessarily the same for other religions, you know, like Christianity or Buddhism. Like, what is Christianity to you would be the same in the 70s as was today. You think? Definitely. Yeah. And um, just, like, the way that it's, like, a living, evolving religion and the way that it's like the, this idea of like a solitary practitioner, someone that does it all by themselves, was not a thing until the 90s, okay. right? So like paganism was a group religion, right? right? It was something you practice with your friends. I mean, obviously, I'm sure there were solitaries before that, but mm-hmm. just like... Do you what, think that was mostly because like due to the rise of the internet? Def, yeah, definitely because the internet. Because I feel like the internet allowed everyone to connect without mm-hmm. being in person. Mm-hmm. You know. Also, there was just no one had even heard of it. Like, what? There was like um, the modern neo pagan movement, right? There was people just didn't yes. even know about it. I mean, I wouldn't say people didn't know about it. I like would when just say like Co- on the scale of like Christianity to like yeah. But I mean, like let's say, prior to 1950 though, right. there was no such thing as a neo pagan. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I'm sure that there was like weird like. There was occultists, right? Like Aleister Crowley and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That were... It, you, you guys got to read the book. Uh-huh. You know, just to like really get the full gamut of like how new this all is. Mm-hmm. But also how ancient some of it is. And right. It just was really, really Am good. I going to be accepted when I'm done into the Illuminati? Yes. Then I'm down. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> 
If not, I'm just, you know. I also <laughs> managed to somehow listen to an entire other audiobook called Holy Envy by Barbara Brown Taylor that Imogen Walters recommended to me. Yeah. And it was like the sweetest little book I've ever listened to. It's about this. That seems right. Imogen would recommend yeah. the sweetest little very, book. Very, very Libra. This yeah. Book. Okay. I'm, I'm good. But like, I love you, Imogen. I love you. <laughs> it's about this teacher who lives in Georgia and teaches at this tiny, like, Christian school. Yeah. And she teaches a world religions class. And mm-hmm. basically, it's like a memoir about introducing to people that have grown up with one religion the idea that other people exist with different ideas yeah and just what it means to have to confront that everything you believe could be wrong or having to confront that every that that's so interesting that there are potential answers out there and like what it would feel like to feel like you were wrong like truman show yeah, okay. something like that. Didn't we mention Truman Show last week? Probably. You always mention the Truman it. Show. I don't know why. I feel very connected. That was one of those movies where, like, <laughs> when I watched it, I was very young, and I had only seen, I think, one other movie that made me feel the same way, that totally made me go, like, what the fuck? And it was The Matrix. Mm-hmm. And I, it, we watched it all the time in my house. We actually watched the Truman Show quite a bit. That, like, Castaway, Truman Show, The Matrix were, like, my movies that literally made me feel like I was thinking way different about my circumstance and my everyday life when I was really young. Like, I was like, wait a minute. I'm, like, in the shower, and I was, I'm, like, tapping on the tile. Like, is this a camera? Like, have you been watching me practice my, like, Emmy Award speech? Like, <laughs> um... Yeah, so that's really cool. I'm glad that you enjoyed the book. I'm definitely going to read it. Like, why not? I have extra credits on Audible, and I'm always looking for good recommended reads. Yes, people drawing down the moon. I like to try and go from, like, fiction to nonfiction, fiction to nonfiction, like, on Audible at least. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm much more drawn in person if I'm going to read a hard copy. If I'm going to be reading, like, you know... um, Nonfiction. I'm gonna read like a bunch of nonfiction books, and yeah. then I go through a phase where I'm like, okay, now all I want to do is read fiction. You know what my T is? You know what my T is? <sighs> okay. What's the T? Spell the T. If you want to call yourself a neo pagan, uh huh, you have to read Drawing Down the Moon. That's a big. Mm-hmm. That's a big statement. That's a big T statement. I know. That's a big statement. But it just it gives. I feel like if I had to pick one, and I've read probably... Phoebe is like right here, so if you're hearing read, snorting yeah, hello, or licking Phoebe. or weird noises, she's Out right the, next to the mic. more than 100 books, like 150 mm-hmm. books that I've read about wow, that's, neo-paganism, like yeah. stuff like that, history of it, John Dunn okay, was no. the one <laughs> where I feel like if we all read that, we would all have some sort of basis, right? Like yeah. all some sort of reference starting point some sort of starting point well, that's good that you're recommending it because i think a lot of people are always looking for recommended things like that it's like mm-hmm. where can i just get a good starting basis of of information you mm-hmm. know um whether i've identified as pagan for years or whether i just want to know more and i don't know yeah. where i fit in like i think that's a good book recommendation it's what inspired i am excited to read it to want to be in a sex cult you deserve it. <laughs> no one will take me. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, anyways, that's your tea. 
Yeah. My tea is is that I'm kicking you out. Oh yeah, because of Paul Rudd. Because you don't know who fucking Paul Rudd is. I was looking in the comments of your YouTube video. Supportive Tarot with Lisa also didn't know who Paul Rudd is. Yeah, and we love Lisa, but she's ill, so you know we just have to like let it go. You know, she's she's not feeling so well. She told me not to worry. Because she doesn't know who he was either. Okay, well, you guys can go quarantine together. <laughs> At his house. Like. He would let you in because he's a nice guy. So, yeah, How Paul. do you not know well, who Paul Well, guys, Rudd it turned is. out I didn't know who Paul Rudd was because he was in Clueless. He was the stepbrother. Yeah, I went through his whole IMDb and then finally got to, like, the end, which I believe, like, Clueless is one of the first Very things. Very first things he ever did. Like, at least... It's in the beginning, if it's not the first. And Skylar finally went, oh my God, is it her brother? Or whatever. And mm-hmm. I was like, yes! I knew you knew who he was. He's so cute. So cute. At least in the 90s. I mean, I saw him recently, For I guess, sure. on that hot sauce show. Yeah. Oh my God. Hot Ones. Hot Ones. With Sean Evans. I fucking love that show. I don't know why, because I don't like spicy things. Maybe that's why. Maybe because I know I would make it to like two or three and tap out and be miserable all what day. What happens if you tap out and people call you You lame? get on the wall of shame. Yeah. How, who's on the wall of shame? Um, look it up. Mm, uh, no. Okay. <laughs> You're supposed to know these things. You're I the fan. Know. But you get like, okay, so if you, if you tap out. You're on, like, the wall of shame or the hall of shame. But if you make it through without, like, drinking any milk or water, then you're, like, top Hall of fame? Not, yeah, like, you're, like, hall of fame. Hall you know? of flame, maybe? Stop. Oh, my God. Go home. Send that to him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you he guys, hasn't thought of it already. You're, you're a genius. I mean, uh, if you guys haven't, like, heard of that, it's a YouTube channel where... This guy named Sean Evans. Sorry, Sean Evans. I almost said Chris Evans because I love Chris Evans. Um, do you know who Chris Evans is? Yes. Okay, good. Did you just say that so I didn't yell at you? No, I know who that is because okay. he's got a juicy ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sean Evans. It's called Hot Ones. Uh, hot questions with even hotter wings. And it's, mm-hmm. they go through celebrity interviews and they have to eat spicy wings. And it gets hotter and hotter as the interview goes on. And they... Have people on there all the way from like Justin Timberlake, Scarlett Johansson, Halle Berry, Billy Eilish. <laughs> it's so good. Um, yeah, so look it up on YouTube if you're interested in what we're talking about. Not that I'm like his sponsor or promo, but I literally am so obsessed with it. I love it. Um, yeah, so my tea, my actual tea is. Jesse Huttenberg. Okay, sure, yeah. Um, oh my god, a big tea because. Uh... I was like watching you do that course and I was jealous because Really? I was like I I want to do a course. <laughs> Buy the course. I was thinking about using like like your link and like actually no. buying it. Oh, okay. Yeah, well you could. You could do the link and get the course, but I think that I was Okay, so if you didn't watch the vlog where I talked about the um course that Jesse Huttenberg did, the Spellbound course, so I said this on the vlog, total transparency. She sent it to me. She sent it to me for free for review. Mm-hmm. And I said in the beginning, I'm like, I am always really nervous when I do that because I feel this obligation to say nice things. And I always hope that the things that I get, whether it's like a digital service or whether it's a product or whatever, a deck or a subscription box or something that like, I really like it because I am not 
gonna be able to lie <laughs> like <laughs> i don't and i don't want to you know so i'm yeah. always like oh my god i feel the obligation to say oh nice things god. you know but i was so happy that i actually really enjoyed it and that i yeah. could say nice things about it because you know i really like her and i like mm-hmm. what i want to support other people in the community i want to know what's going on in the community it's good for me to do courses or to buy readings from we've talked about this on the yeah. podcast before like it's good for it's a win-win situation on all on, yeah. on all levels um i almost but, one time bought kelly and maddox had like the shadow work course yeah and like i really really wanted it mm-hmm. but it, it was so like this we love Kelly and Maddox. Okay. Obviously, this is yeah. a Stan household. Okay, yeah, we but it was really almost a hundred dollars or was something it? like that. I cannot afford a hundred dollars. Yeah, but some people can, and some people feel yeah. like that's worth it. I mean, oh no, it depends absolutely. on like, what you get it. in it. It's it depends on what she gives in it, and mm-hmm. that's the thing for me too. Like, I feel like there is a price point for yeah. every person and for everything that you're putting out there, and. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised with the amount that you got for this Spellbound course with what the price point was. Yeah. You know, I felt like if she went up a little more or whatever, I would have wanted I would have wanted more more for it. Yeah. Um, so I felt like it was pretty, pretty decently priced. And one of the things I said, too, I'm not going to say like my whole review on here, too. If you can you can go and watch the vlog, it's pretty clearly labeled. You'll know what it is. Um, mm-hmm. But... I was really impressed with how professional it was because I've gotten courses before um, and from all, all different types of areas and I'm not going to like obviously name names, but I've gotten courses where I was like, what the fuck did I just pay for? Like this yeah. is so unprofessional. Like I know that you might not have like a great, you know, recording setup, but like at least do it on your phone and not your own old ass webcam that like i can't even see you kind of thing like i was just like like you mean like they're grainy and pixelated yeah i'm just like (laughs) oh man like if you're gonna do a like if you're gonna do it like do Do it it. you know and if you can't that's fine or do it some other way don't make it a visual course make it all written or all worksheets or something like it just it's not professional to me to be selling something like that you know it's like walking in to a college classroom course where you've spent $500 on the book and like, you know, you're going to be in debt for the rest of your life for the course, but you walk in and like the teacher hasn't even like, yeah, I don't know, showered, they're still hungover from the last night, (laughs) they don't have a syllabus and you're like, oh my God, what are we going to do? So I was really impressed by the professionalism here. I'm saying it again because this is so impressive to me, but this is the shit that I was like the most impressed about. Not it's kind of when I say that it kind of like downgrades the course itself and that's not my intention. Yeah. It's more so like look, for me, I did the course, I knew everything that she was saying, how I do it for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying like I knew all that. It was more so like I already have what the course was about. I already have like a way that I do it in myself. So it was really helpful. It was inspiring. It was a great way to see somebody else's point of view on it and I still got a lot out of it but at the same time I like to know when people in the community are walking their fucking talk yeah and I I um got the code for the course 
And I remember thinking it's like a lot of letters. It was like all really long and it was like way too long for a password in my mind. But I was like, oh, okay, maybe it's just like generated generic or whatever. And I didn't think anything of it at that point. I just like copied and pasted, did the course. It took me a couple hours and I really went in. I printed all the worksheets out. Mm -hmm. I like made a couple pages in my uh, book of shadows of it and everything. And in the course, she talks about how she uses you know, written incantations for um, magic and for spell work. And she likes to jumble up her words and um, flip them backwards and say them because they... I'm going to let you guys get the course, okay? So if you want to get it and you want to hear all about it, go get the course. I'll try and put a link in the description of the podcast or if it's the YouTube video, I'll try and do that. But I always forget, so Mm -hmm. yeah, right. Um, But yeah, (laughs) so I remembered her saying that in the course so i went back to email her after i was done with the course and i saw the password and i remember thinking like that is a really long weird jumble of letters and i was like that's a Uh. fucking spell that is a fucking spell Mm -hmm. so i jumbled it backwards and it was a bunch of words but i mixed the words up to make sense and Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna tell you what they were yeah because you need to get the course yourself you little little cheaters you thought i was gonna tell you um but i was reading it going wow really fucking smart jesse like it wasn't anything bad but it was an intention and she knew what she was doing and i was just like she wasn't obviously gonna tell anybody so it was literally just me seeing that she's doing the things that she's talking and teaching about in the course and to me that's what i'm fucking looking for that's the kind of people i want to get behind in the community that's stuff that impresses me yeah you know anybody can get up there who's well educated or well spoken and knows how to put together a course honestly like to get to get down to the basics of it if you are tech savvy and you can speak at least half decent, you know, you can make a course. That's neither of us. (laughs) For real. (laughs) But, you know, I was just like, if you're going to make a course and you're going to sell it and you're going to put it out there, knowing that you do that is so fucking badass, okay? Like, badass. Let's let's create a course for $1,000. That's how much it's going to cost people. Oh, my God. It's going to be how to be an incredible podcaster. Okay, you start. And all we do is send them a link to our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And ask them to sponsor us. (laughs) Oh, it's just like a 10 second sound sound clip of you farting and burping. Yes. (laughs) So gross. That's Uh, the course that the people really deserve. No, they don't. I'm putting that on courses.com. Anyways, sorry to like go on this Jesse Huttenberg rant and spiel. You know, but to me, I was like, yes, this is a great course. I can get behind it. I'm really proud of her and I'm really grateful that I got to do it. And hell yeah, like it's a good resource for me to send people back to yada, 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 you guys. But what was really impressive to me was figuring out that. She yeah. walks her talk. And I was telling everybody. I was like, yeah. can you believe it? <laughs> like, George was like, cool, babe. And I was like, I felt like Tom Hanks in the Da Vinci Code. I know. But, like, she's doing what she's teaching. <laughs> Nobody does that shit. Like, <laughs> so excited. I like, how, like, normal people in our life are like, what's a Huntenberg? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what real. is that? You know, I don't know. Not that I'm, like, need to be up in everyone's business. Like, yeah, but do you really do that? 
Yeah. You know, but there's, it's just, it gets frustrating sometimes, whether you're a content creator or not. And you see somebody who, you know, has been doing a whole lot of stuff and then you just mm-hmm. get a sense that there's yeah, something it, missing and that's, that's not good. And that's not bad. It's just where they're at in their journey, but it does get quite frustrating. It'd be like if I read John down the moon and then I found out that the author was like evil. Wow. Wait, hold on, I couldn't think of it. Such any... a good example. It's like, if you found out your friend was evil. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you thought that she liked your skirt, and then she immediately turned around and said, that's a good skirt. I'm I'm skirt of... <laughs> Never be the same. <laughs> oh so yeah, God. I get that. <laughs> yeah, I love that for you. <laughs> so we're watching Friends. Yeah, it's How's good. it going? Yeah, well, you made that TikTok of me, like, laughing really hard. <laughs> and I was, like, embarrassed because, Why? like... Why? I'll well, take it down. No, no, you don't have to take it down because I'm... You kind of like it? No, I own that I laughed at Friends. <laughs> it's just but, that... But, like, it's fucking funny. I know, I know. It was one of the best... It's one of the best scenes. Especially the episode that we watched yeah. where, like... They find it out. There's just so much back and forth. I like, know. It was actually, they like, don't it, know we know they know we know. Because at this point, the characters are developed, right? So, exactly. Like, it, you're We're a part it. of the fun, yeah. especially for someone who's never seen the show before, like all the way through, guessing how people will respond to situations yeah. and stuff. Like, it's just fun to it is. see their formulas. Yeah, I stuff. feel like from here on out, it gets really good. Like... We we were stuck for a long time in the first couple seasons, which also are really good. I feel like when you go back and you watch the first couple seasons again, you realize really how good. much more creative some of like the shots were. They took a lot more liberty in like making things look like art art artsy, I guess, or you know, having more play on like the way that the camera comes in. Like it becomes mm-hmm. a little bit more structured. It's not about the angles. It's about like what are they saying? Because that's really the meat and bones of the. Mm-hmm. of the show but i am obsessed with it clearly named my dog phoebe but yeah um yeah i just i'm so excited that we get to watch it all the way through yeah i they, feel like i'll be devastated when it's finally no over. you will start watching it again oh that's yeah. what happens <laughs> oh okay. or you just stick in random 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 dvds yeah so anyways what else we got what, um, all, what else we got here do you want to draw some cards yeah oh my god so like i actually found this really interesting article yeah okay pick one one about (laughs) oh my god let me try and pick something like a funny word uh like as a (sighs) oh i know something we can talk about while you try to search for something that's not gonna be that interesting um i made an inspiration board boring (laughs) i know so um my two cousins we call ourselves the cousin coven we will often do like witchy movie nights and we'll get together and skype Mm. one of them's in texas and the other one's in california and i was in michigan but now i'm in florida Mm -hmm. um so we're you know we're all over the map uh and we'll watch movies and things like that or we'll just talk about tarot or astrology or anything witchcraft literally anything um but we have these like sessions and i was like hey girls do you want to get together and make like inspiration boards and they're like okay (laughs) (laughs) but like neither of them did that (laughs) one of them like sketched and the other one did scripting so you know they were doing their own thing which was fine but i've never really gotten down on like the stereotypical vision board 
Um, and, but I really, I love Pinterest and I always feel like when I'm on Pinterest, I like spend a lot of time like deep diving into certain things. Like I'll get on like a color scheme and I'll just want to see all those colors and pin them to a certain board. Mm -hmm. And like, I was on like jewel tones and it was making me feel like a whole bunch of fucking things. Right. Um, and then I was on like these like really nice designer dresses that were like either astrology based or like galaxy based or stars. And I was just all on there for a while. And I was like, man, I want to be the feeling that I get when I'm on Pinterest, like on a good site where everything I see is like making me feel charged up and magical or inspired. So I just put printed a bunch of shit out and collaged it and then like did a little bit of watercolor and stuff. And I was in the fucking zone. And then I put an intention in the middle of it. And I really took time to like marker it in in cool font. And now I have it on my altar and I'm like obsessed with it. And like when I look at it or when I touch it, I feel powerful. So cool, right? Yes. Okay, I like... I'll like probably vlog about it later or something. So if you want to see it, you yeah, can watch you it. Anyways, it, I'm really proud vlog. of it. And it was really fun to make because there was no, there was, there was no like, um, I want this. So I'm going to have a piggy bank. Like I'm going to be debt free. So I'm going to put a piggy bank on there. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. it was like, I love fucking moths. They make me feel witchy and they're my spirit animal. So I'm putting it on there. Mm-hmm. No. Anyways, you go now. You look ready. And bored. Well, no, I love that story. Okay, cool. I was just really You're just jealous. It. You saw <laughs> it and bored. you were jealous. You... I saw it and I wanted one. Yeah, well. So here are our two article options. One about narcissists. Ugh. Or <laughs> one about sad people. <laughs> Which one sounds more interesting? Mm, let's talk about narcissists. Okay, so this was from psychology. Just because, like, sad people, like, I don't know. People, I don't know, people are people struggling maybe. right now. I feel like we're all a little it's bit really of, like, not sad that people. sad. Okay. It's okay. So um, I was going through my Psychology Today magazine yeah. and I was like, okay, what's in here? And I found this really interesting article, right? Okay. It's called Narcissism Evolves. So basically, it's talking about how across the lifespan of people, um, blah, 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 blah. The study shows that narcissism's trajectory in individuals from young adulthood to midlife um, basically lessens. Like, it says, generally, like, when you chart narcissistic traits and people that have gone, gone in for treatment, mm-hmm. like, narcissism and, like, as a personality disorder never goes away. But it said, as you get older, like, it's, like, proven that people can't help but become better people. And you Do you think that narcissism makes you a bad person? Uh, I think like narcissistic personality disorder can make you a difficult person. Okay, that's a good way to put it. I think that it can make you like sometimes insufferable to be around. Yeah, you know, but a bad person, obviously not, because okay, like what does it mean to be a bad person, mm-hmm. right? I think narcissists would be a trait that a bad person might. <gasps> Exhibit. Let's pull a let's pull a card. What does it mean to be a bad person? <laughs> oh, sorry, I scared my dog. So this Maybe is you're what not the used to this sound yet. Like no, this is what the data says. It says those who began as more narcissistic compared to others tended to remain so, but on average, the trait decreased over time, most notably with regards to entitlement. Okay, here's the thing. I feel like my first in, like my instinct with listening to that was that. 
narcissism has to come with a, a side helping of confidence, right? Like you have to no, you, like so, like, like narcissistic you, personality disorder is is where like you like at your core there is no confidence. That's the issue. So you suck it from other people like through your narcissism. Okay, give me right? an example. An example. Because I would feel like for you to be a narcissist, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't really know about this and I, I am not a professional or anything, but in, from what I know, mm-hmm. you know. From like what you would intuit about narcissism, you no, mean? No, just from what I feel like I know. It's not even intuit. Like narcissism is feeling like, isn't narcissism just like being obsessed with yourself, basically? You no, know, it's like entitlement. Okay. But I mean, narcissism, like... The, Can you look the, up like, the definition of narcissism? Yeah. So, define narcissism. So I the, feel like narcissist is feeling like you are... So, yes. Yeah, so the like exact is yourself. excessive interest in or admiration of oneself and one's physical appearance. Right. And that does come with entitlement because yeah. because you're so obsessed with yourself, you you're feel in, entitled. Yeah. But I feel like it's not that you're insecure, so you're a narcissist. I, I'm sure that on some psychological level, that's really what it is, is that you're so insecure that you try to level it out with, with, the, narcissism. with, the, with the narcissism. However, yeah. I feel like... Surface level. The surface level of narcissism. Yeah. Like, the more people get older I feel the more a lot of um, real world shit happens to them and they're kind of mm-hmm. knocked down knocked down knocked down and it either is going to make you more confident and yeah. more sure of yourself as an adult and I can see how a narcissist it might have the opposite effect yeah. to where like that knocking them down knocking them down because they're so high in the first place might level them out. I found the psychoanalytic. That's just my intu- I don't know. So this at is the, this is not... this is like the final breakdown, right? Yeah. Narcissism stems from a self-centeredness that arises from your failure to distinguish the self from external objects, either in very young babies or as a feature of a mental disorder. Mm-hmm. So like narcissists their identity is hinged on certain things mm-hmm. right like you their identity is attached to things outside of themselves mm-hmm. so like they become like hollow on the inside in a lot of ways so like mm-hmm. which is like so fascinating to me mm-hmm. like imagine feeling empty <laughs> yeah wonder why it's so fascinating to you <laughs> what makes you a bad person the card is oh temperance reversed hmm. wow that's basically tell us about that I mean, that's I find feels like it's just like an imbalance. Obviously, it's a joke. It doesn't make you a bad person, but um, let's see a what difficult makes or challenging. A bad person. Why? That's mean. Let's see. Oh, that's mean. Death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Ask that question, and we'll see what happens. Death flies Hell, out. You cool cat and kids. <laughs> oh man. Oh, Phoebe. Hey, Phoebe. Yeah, I mean, um, do you know anybody that... And you don't, please do not name names. I feel like I'm going to have to edit you out in this fucking episode already. But do you know or have you interacted with somebody on a really close scale that you were really... Like knew was like had some sort well, of Well, you're not a disorder. fucking, you know, person that could diagnose someone. No. So, but do well, you I were, do you, know someone that was diagnosed with it okay. in a professional setting. Yeah. And yes, they were impossible to be with. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. Just like impossible. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like I knew. <laughs> that's, the, that's the long story short I there. love it. I love it. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm sure that I've come across a couple people. There's definitely one in particular mm-hmm. that I was very vocal about <laughs> not not enjoying their company. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I think it was pretty apparent to pretty much anyone that was surrounding this person that they were just the worst. Um, but these people, according to this article, these people start to realize over time. Yeah, but like, what if someone's listening to this that has been diagnosed with it and it's like they don't know any different or they might not know how to handle it or that's a lot to listen to. Like, I want to make sure that I'm having like, yeah. Um, so people that have narcissistic personality disorder usually know that they can be difficult. Yeah. And these people are very lovable. Like the person that I know is very close to me. I you love them. You literally just said that they were the most difficult person to be around. And yes. now you're just feeling your Libra because you feel bad so that someone guys, might have it so, that's listening. So guys, these people can be difficult, but they can also be like your best friend. So like, okay. it's just difficult. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, good, Y'all know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, good save. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm going to put you in and then here, death grave with that. So you're right. If somebody is a narcissist, I'm going to go, I love you. <laughs> um, that just fixed it all. That just fixed everything. And then here was the other interesting article. Also from Psychology Today on the next page. Okay. It was about vegetarians. So <laughs> it was... Okay. Um, Avoiding meat seems like a simple dietary preference. However, research suggests suggests that it is in fact linked to your value, self-esteem, and well-being. So it's a little bit more complex than that in the sense that... Well, what if you were raised as a vegetarian and like you just, that's all you've known and you've kind of gone with it because mm-hmm. you were told that that's better and you don't feel as much of a sense of... I suppose like what it's talking about is people that poll as vegetarian typically on average support equality and social justice to a higher degree than non-vegetarians. Yeah, that makes sense. Regardless of like any other... It just, if you identify as vegetarian, you're more likely to... Fight for equality and justice. They also express greater interest in environmental protection, and they're more opposed to violence. Male vegetarians tended to be more empathic than men who eat meat. However, no difference was seen among women, which I thought was interesting. So, like, if you pull every woman in the world, vegetarian women or meat-eating women, will show the same amount of empathy. But if you pull vegetarian men versus men at large, yeah. male vegetarians show more empathy. Which I thought was random. Like, why? Yeah, that's so funny, though, because it doesn't mean that they have more empathy. You know what I mean? And it just kind of means that they're able to, like, show it express more. it. But that's really, it is a really interesting statistic to see, like, oh, it's something that I feel like most people would probably, like, think that that's true, you but know? Because it's a, here's it's the a kicker. choice. Oh, okay. Vegetarians reported a lower self-esteem, worse, adjust- worse adjustment, less meaning in their life, and on average than people who eat meat. Vegetarian men had higher depression rates than men who eat meat, and vegetarians overall had higher incidences of depression and anxiety. You know why? I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. I'm not a fucking health (laughs) professional, but it's because most people don't take supplements or they don't nutritionally balance the stuff that they're getting out of their diet. No, you don't need (laughs) need meat to survive. Skylar and I are both vegan. However, I firsthand realized that I was going through some stuff and Mm -hmm. yes i was going through some stuff but i also knew i was deficient in certain nutrients and getting those nutrients was such a world of difference and you can do and i just feel like a lot of people go 
vegetarian or vegan without pro- and I did too without proper knowledge of what the body needs and mm-hmm. it's really easy to slip into certain things if you're not yeah. balanced diet like if you don't have the right nutrients it's so easy even if it's not the nu- the lack of nutrients or the imbalance of nutrients being what actually is like causing you to be depressed but something else in your body might be affected by it so yeah. like Let's say you start losing your hair. Yeah. And it's not that that the, you know, that's kind of what part of what happened to me, but it's not the main thing that happened to me. But, you know, my hair was falling out and breaking off and I was really upset with it. I was really I was losing a lot of confidence and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, I'm like part of me says that that's a big, big portion of the statistic is, is that there's certain things and there's certain nutrients that. Yes, you don't have to eat meat to uh, yeah. survive, but there's nutrients in meat that is a big portion of balancing things out. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that I that's think that true, diet or? plays a big part of it? Yeah. However, like the so like the people that were researching this did not seem to me to be vegetarians, mm. right? So it says though the findings don't prove causality, the researchers argue that decreased well-being might not be due to their diet. However, yeah. factors such as a vegetarian status typically are as a social minority. Yeah. I don't think it means like vegeta- vegetarians are a minority. I think it means that people that are drawn to vegetarianism often tend to be minorities, which yeah. is a statistic I did not know. Well, I mean, just think about us. Like, it makes me extremely uncomfortable. It makes me extremely mm-hmm. irritated. And and I feel... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm trying to get better on it, but I feel like i struggle when i'm in a group setting when i'm out to eat mm-hmm. and i'm a vegan and i don't say anything about it and i try and just you know i'm immediately if i'm out to eat with pe- someone that doesn't know i'm vegan or that maybe had forgotten and i know i have to order i'm immediately insecure and i'm immediately on guard or feeling like i'm the black sheep and I know that not everyone feels that way. I know that a lot mm-hmm. of people are like, they're okay with it. And they're like, whatever, like, go ahead, make fun of me or go ahead. Like, I'm going to tell you why this, this, and this. I'm just not like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's my choice. I'm not going to yell at somebody else or make them feel bad. But other people don't respect that <laughs> in me. And it makes me really uncomfortable. And I don't like it. Like, I will try and have the waitress come over and I'll order. I and mean, I'm not going to whisper, but I'll be like, I'll take, you know, I'll take the vegan burger or something. Chicken bar. Yeah, right? Like, I'll <laughs> the impossible burger, please. <laughs> yeah. Hold the mayo. So, like, this is the best and, part. It says, you know, pro, show, says pro social and environmental views drain their well-being, which I feel like is directly what you're saying, right. right? There are aspects of being vegetarian that just drain your well-being. It's so draining mm-hmm. to be out with people and be made fun of or to be it's it's I know it's directly them and their insecurities, but it's like okay the first couple of times and then it's just like get you you can only hear so many times like oh, yeah, well, you're just going to eat sticks and leaves. Or, <laughs> oh, no, I'm over here. I'm going to eat my big honking piece of steak and bacon. That's not going to bother you, is it? Because I'm going to eat it anyways. Or, oh, I couldn't live without cheese. Like, you know, it's just, it's like, get a fuck. Like, like, I just, it's We definitely so have a listener out there with draining. melted cheese on their steak right now. And, and that's okay. 
And we love you. Yeah, and that's the thing, though. <laughs> that's what I think is so draining is because we're not the kind of yeah. people that are going to sit there and someone's going to order a steak. And I'm going to be like, ew. Especially because we ate so meat. That is so disgusting. We yeah, ate meat our whole lives. And everybody makes their own decisions. Yeah. I am not a vegan so that I can make everybody else in my life feel bad. And I would hope to get that respect back, but you just don't. And it's mostly coming from people that you're close with because they feel like you're yeah you're close enough to where they can poke fun or they can... Uh, but it's, you know, it's just a direct result of their insecurities that they think that you're eating cleaner or mm-hmm. whatever than them. I don't know. Eating cleaner as we like. Literally. <laughs> I, that's what guzzle. I say. Whenever somebody is like, oh my God, I don't know how you do it. I just eat. Like, I you like, just eat we eat ice cream forage, and drink beer, people. Yeah, like you just forage <laughs> in the back for like berries and seeds. And I was like, sometimes. Yeah. Other times I eat boxed mac and cheese. <laughs> that's pretty much made of chemical. <laughs> But, I was like, I eat chemicals just like everyone else. <laughs> I'm just like you. <laughs> I don't know. I just get really fired up because I do. That statistic is triggering. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like that is the hardest part about being vegetarian or vegan is the social that- the social aspect of it. The social mm-hmm. aspect. Don't you or no? Yeah. I, I think my whole life I'm used to being just like completely obliterated and made fun of. So like nothing. That's so true. Nothing nothing phases me. Right. Everybody at a table could be roasting me. I miss Carly. And I, I, like people could be roasting me and I don't even notice it anymore. Right. So like that's not really something that impacts me. There's someone at at home going, oh, that's sad. No, it's not. No, it's not. He wants it. He asks for it. His personality is made for it. Okay. I think I like to become the punching bag so that no one else has to be. Okay. Yeah, people feel bad. Yeah. Send me things. No. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Make me feel better. He like had this article about narcissistic tendencies and yet he did a whole giveaway where you just had to compliment him. You know, I think we're all putting the two and two together. And to be fair, that was our most popular giveaway. It was our only (laughs) giveaway. Not true. We we tried to have a not true. (laughs) No, not true. (laughs) We tried to have a second giveaway, and not a single person entered it (laughs) because we fucked it up and we weren't clear on anything. We're running. I am. We're we're running a tight ship here. A tight schedule. <laughs> what is one movie where you could watch and you just feel instantly better? Is that where we're going? I don't know. It just was a good question that came up. Like it would put you in a good mood no matter what happened. And everybody else, comment down below whether it's the YouTube video or if it's on a platform. I don't know how you'll comment, but maybe like um, in the Facebook group. Facebook.com slash speaking of which. Um, I think... It's hard for me to pick a movie because it's hard for me to watch movies because of my attention span. So I do much. Oh my god! Like for me, like you've already said, like American Dad or Family Guy or something like that. Something where I can put it on. Yeah, I'm much more inclined to do. It'd be like you putting Friends on. Yeah, just to make you feel instantly better. For me, it's American Dad. It just makes me feel. Also, it's a show that I watched when I lived with um lived back home in college station Mm -hmm. and it just reminds me of just like a a good time right like there while i was really into it it was just a really good time so it puts me into a good headspace Mm -hmm. like of like oh like 
it just, it has a, this weird nostalgia attached to nostalgia. it. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. You know? Yeah. Which I'm sure the same for you for that. Yep. Friends is in my DNA. Do you think... You know what's one movie that makes me feel instantly good that I love is the Jim Carrey, The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I just... You've never seen it. I've never seen it. It's so... I love it so much. It just makes me feel good. I've obviously seen seen clips of it, and I know what it is, and I know who, like, the actress is, and, like, the famous bits from it. We should watch it. But I haven't seen it all the In the middle of, like, May. Yeah, absolutely. You have it on DVD, right? Yep. So, yeah, I think we've talked about this I had it on VHS, and I watched it before bed every night (laughs) (laughs) on VHS. Where are you, Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) Why can't I fly you? (laughs) I wonder what our first Christmas here. Speaking of which, are we going to be in quarantine then? No, I I hope not. I wonder if Christmas, like a hot, it's going to be a hot Christmas. (laughs) Whoa, well, actually, let's see. What, humid what's the average temperature in Tampa in December? Shit. What's the... I'm Googling what's it, people. What's the... Average... Word. Temperature. Right, I'm going to pull uh, an ending card for everybody for the week. And it's the Night of Pentacles. Take it slow, guys. The average if temperature you... is 75 degrees in December. Oh, I, I hate that. It can get down to 58. I need that. <laughs> 75? That's beautiful. I'm hoping it's just not humid then because I'll be okay with it. But it it's wasn't also humid when like, you moved here. Normally like 16 below during that time. <laughs> Oh, I missed the cold already. Really? You've been yeah. gone for like... I just don't like the heat. You were gone. You've been gone for longer than we've been here. I know. Before. I, know. I don't know how to English that. I know. Good job. I pulled the Knight of Pentacles. You guys, take it fucking easy. There's no need to be productive. If you want to stay in your fucking pajamas all day, if you don't want to do laundry, if you don't want to do the dishes, if you just want to veg out and watch Netflix, just watch something better than the Tiger King, okay? Like, you guys, you're better than that, you guys. You're better than that. But if you're not, you're, you're still good. You're still good. But I'm going to watch it. If you don't, yeah, you're definitely not better than that. But, you know, if you guys want to take it slow, take it slow. Take, give, give yourself a week. It's cool. It's fine. Everything is fine. What's your message? Oh. The only thing you pulled out of that deck was to tell me that the worst part about me is death. I mean, and And is it, it didn't wrong? mean me. It means that I'm going to murder you. <laughs> what am I pulling for? I don't know. Give the people something to... Chew on? Yeah. Give them a weekly ending card here. All right, people. What's a spiritual message for us all? What is it good for? (laughs) If you're a narcissist, Skylar doesn't like you. That's what we're taking away from this. If you're a narcissist eating a steak with cheese on it right now, I am really sorry. I did not mean to offend you this episode. Oh, my God. I did. You know? (laughs) Get fucked. (laughs) What is it? King of Swords. Okay, well, I got the Knight of Pentacles, so... Really? You got court cards. All right. What do you think? I feel like that means characters will be coming in. That obviously, court cards are like characters and stuff like that. Oh, my God. I'm so enlightened. People are like getting cut in No. So, the King of Swords... 
trying to think of like a spiritual truth I've been learning. Is it recently. just empty and dead for you? My life has been a little empty and dead. Okay, cool. But. <laughs> but. But. We're bringing it around town and we're coming right back to the butt. I think like looking at this card and thinking about all those books I've been reading and just really oh wanting to. Oh my God. Like just like that feeling of I really, really want to put myself out there and like go learn other people's thoughts, go learn other people's opinions and go see the way that I can make my voice be heard and then hear other people's voices, which I feel like is what a king would do. He shares like a true Virgo. I know. He shares his thoughts and then is ready to receive the thoughts of others. Maybe that means you need to do Jesse's course. Absolutely. Also, I feel like right now during like quarantine and stuff, and I'm really connecting with people here in this area, but over the internet, Mm -hmm. and I'm really putting myself out there, but this is such a good opportunity for me to put myself out there because I don't feel obligated to meet anybody yet because I can't. So like it kind of takes away <laughs> that, that I don't know, like that expectation. You're like, okay, I, I might meet these people. So like I got to do this, this, and this. And when I take that away, it... Your me... hair is getting really long. <laughs> I know. I like it. It's curly. I Like one of my very first ex-boyfriends from high school who I still stalk, he like shaved his head mm-hmm. because he couldn't like nobody would cut his hair and he looked so good and then i looked at myself in the mirror and pulled my hair back to see what i would look like if i shaved not my head good. i looked like an egg not good in, like, i like your hair long it's getting very curly is it oh it's because i'm sweating oh, i love that for you okay speaking of which uh we love you guys thank mm-hmm. you so much for listening we hope you enjoyed this podcast if uh, uh skyler <laughs> skyler Rocky's going to be so mad. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, Thank you so much to our supporters. We really love you. We really appreciate you. Anyone who has shared our podcast or will be sharing this episode, we thank you so much. If you would like to support the podcast, there are links um, either in the description box of the YouTube video or on the platform that you're listening to this on. Uh, Mm -hmm. You can do it for a dollar a month, $5 a month, $10 a month. There's been people that have reached out and said that they're not willing to commit to a monthly thing and they just wanted to donate. If that's the case, we would really appreciate it too. You can just hit us up and we'll let you know how you can do that. Um, And if not, if you're just listening and enjoying, cool. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. To our fellow sad vegetarians. To all a At good least night. we're not nurses. At least we're not nurses. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> That's literally us, though. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.